0: Welcome to Rethink Your Health, a podcast dedicated to helping women like you define what health means for them. I'm Jen Madden, and I'm your host. I'm a certified life coach who, after over 30 years of dieting, finally learned how to make peace with food, my body, and my life. And now I'm on a mission to help you do the same. Living a healthy life means looking at every area of your life and determining if it's serving you or hurting you. We're going to be talking about all the things that guide you to creating the life you truly want. Well, hello there. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I am actually getting ready to head to New York for the holidays. I am going to be spending Christ- or Thanksgiving through Christmas with my parents, which is a complete blessing. I am so grateful that I have a business that allows me to work from any location It's pretty amazing. And I thank past Jen for setting myself up so that I can go spend time with my parents. You know, I realize the older I get and the older they get, how important it is to spend time together. Even though when you go home, it doesn't matter how old you are, you're still a kid because your parents are your parents. (laughs) I think it's so funny. Um, I think that's just the dynamics of the parent-child relationship. So anyway, I'm actually going to be driving there. I'm just going to be spending the weekend driving. So um, I've got my books on tape. I'm ready to go. Anyway, let's talk about overeating and how to stop overeating. This is an issue for many people, and it's really less about the overeating part. Obviously, that is part of it, but it is more about using food to avoid feeling our feelings. Some of you think that feeling your feelings is a really scary thing and that if you allow yourself to fully feel whatever feelings come up for you, you will never stop feeling them. So if you're feeling sad and you're afraid to feel sadness, you may be afraid to feel it because you think that you'll feel sadness forever. However, the truth is if you allow yourself to actually experience and process that emotion, it'll pass. Whereas if you avoid it, it just hangs out there underneath the surface, waiting to come up again. But there is a fear around feeling our feelings. And it's probably because we're socialized or we were socialized to negate our feelings, to not validate them, to not feel them, to use food to comfort them, right? This happens. I don't think people do it intentionally, but when you're taught like, oh, come on, stop crying. It wasn't that big of a deal. When you're taught to not feel that emotion or validate your emotion, you kind of start to shut them off and you kind of don't want them to come up. So you may use food to avoid them. People may use food. They may use alcohol. They may use drugs, Netflix, sex, whatever it is to... Avoid feeling a feeling. Now, we do it initially because our brains want to feel good, right? Our brains want to keep us safe. And if we think that feeling a feeling is going to feel unsafe, we're not going to want to do it. Our brains want to seek pleasure. And when we use something like food to not feel our feelings, initially it feels pleasurable until it doesn't. But the reality is, when you don't allow yourself to fully experience your feelings, you're not living a full life. What? Listen, our lives are meant to experience the full range of emotion. Life is 50-50. Some days life is going to be amazing, and other times it's going to be terrible. You cannot experience The positive, good-feeling emotions if you don't allow yourself to also feel the negative, not-so-good-feeling emotions. Can't appreciate the sun without the rain. It's the same concept. We are literally wired to experience the full range of emotions. But we're freed of feeling these feelings. Because feeling a negative emotion doesn't feel that great. So if we're wired to constantly seek pleasure, we're definitely not going to want to dive into our negative feelings. I think it's interesting though, because people are so afraid of feeling their feelings when literally all a feeling is, is a vibration in our body. That's it. We're not going to die from feeling a feeling. But there is such fear around it as if it's going to harm us, as if we're going to get stuck feeling that feeling, that we will do anything to avoid it. So if you are somebody who uses food to avoid feeling a feeling, I want you to pay attention, which is probably why you're listening to this podcast. As we dive into this topic, I want you to just think about your life And think about how, I'm going to call it buffering, shows up in your life. Buffering is just numbing out with food. How does that show up in your life? Does it show up every day? I know that some people get very excited about the evening once the kids are away. Mommy gets to watch TV and eat all the ice cream. Sometimes it shows up for people on the way home from work. Work was so stressful and there's a feeling of overwhelm and not being able to keep up and you just don't want to feel any of that. So you drive through McDonald's and buy all the things and eat all the things very quickly on your way home. Think about how this shows up for you. It could show up daily. For a lot of people, it shows up daily. It could show up on occasion. But I want you to, again, develop the awareness and start to learn yourself Learn your behavior so that you can develop enough awareness to then decide if you want to keep doing this behavior or not. Now, some of you may think that's a ridiculous question. Of course, I want to stop overeating. It's not a ridiculous question because some of you are really not going to want to do this. You're just not ready because again, there's still some sort of fear of being fully engaged in your life and that's okay. We all have our journey and we all will get where we need to get when it's time for us to get there. Okay, so think about how you use food to avoid your life. Do you know why you're doing this? Is it because you're stressed out? Is it because you just hate your life? There is nothing good in your life and the only good thing is food? Okay, just notice that. And then I want you to think about the emotions you're trying to avoid see if you can name them and remember an emotion is literally just one word it's not people want to tell me sentences when I ask them how they feel an emotion and I use emotion and feeling interchangeably it's just one word happy sad afraid depressed bored it's a common one for people we don't like to be bored these days And then as you identify the feeling, can you ask yourself, what are you so afraid of? Again, just develop the awareness for yourself. People have different reasons. Okay, so just keep that information in your head. And then I want to talk about when it's happening, when you are in the midst of buffering. So here's the deal. When you are using food to avoid feeling a negative emotion, you are not getting rid of that emotion. All you're doing is layering more negative emotion to yourself, on yourself. So I want you to bear, like, go with me, right? So if you are feeling stressed out and you're like, I'm not going to stress, like, I can't do the stress, I can't do it. I'm going to get me a Big Mac, right? And so now you have the Big Mac and you're eating it and you're eating it very hurriedly. Most likely, there are also thoughts of guilt, shame, judgment on you eating. And if you keep eating to the point where you are now overstuffed, you now physically feel disgusting. So, of course, you have now a story about that that is something that may or something along the lines of shame judgment disgusting disgust right so you started just feeling stressed right and now you've piled on shame and disgust on top of it so it's a net negative it's not like the food is helping you out we think it does because during the time we're eating it those first few bites were like <sighs> And then it's gone. That feeling of pleasure is now gone and it's leaving us feeling worse than we did when we first started. Now, I'm not calling this out to you for you to use this as another reason to beat yourself up. It is simply for you to be aware of what you were doing. Okay? So... Just know that, that the feeling is not going away and you're making it worse. Some of you are like, yeah, yeah, Jen, I know. Others are like, no, I think, no, I think it's gone. Nope, it's still there. Okay, so let's talk about feeling our feelings. So if you decided, rather than pulling through the McDonald's drive through when you're feeling stressed on your way home from work, and you allowed yourself to actually just feel that stress the stress would pass so let me tell you what that would look like so let's say you get in your car and you just had a day and you're feeling really stressed and maybe you notice it and you're like oh that's so interesting i'm stressed and you're like oh i hear mcdonald's calling my name and you catch yourself you're like oh no, I'm just feeling an emotion. Jen said I'm allowed to feel emotions because it won't hurt me. So let me see what's going on. So you're sitting in your car and you're like, I'm feeling stressed. And you kind of tune into your body. You get present in the moment. And you tune into your body. and You're like, oh, it's actually anxiety. Okay, so now you know that the feeling is anxiety or anxious If you allow yourself to just become present in your body and feel what that feels like in your body and you allow yourself to experience it, it will lessen. So that means paying attention to the vibration in your body. Where do you feel it in your body? And then start to get curious about it. Oh, Anxiety. I feel it in my chest. That's interesting. How does it feel? It feels kind of tingly. What does it look like? It's kind of like static bubbly. It also feels really heavy, right? So now you're really fully present in your body. You're out of your mind. And the more you sit and notice what's going on in your body, it will start to lessen and then it will disappear. But you have to sit with it long enough for it to pass. Now, some of you may be thinking, oh my God, that's gonna take forever. It's not. It'll take like two minutes. If it's an intense, like really, really intense emotion, it may take like 10 minutes. But then it's gone. It may come back up and it will. Life happens. But then you'll be like, oh, I know what to do with this. So you just allow yourself to process that emotion rather than going through and driving through McDonald's. That's going to take you slowing down enough to pay attention to what's going on in your body, to get yourself in the moment, and then allow yourself to actually feel that emotion. Again, The steps sound somewhat easy, the reality is harder. But with practice, it does get easier. Now, if you're someone who has been doing this consistently, you've developed a habit of using food to escape feeling your emotions. Not a big deal, don't judge yourself. A lot of times, let me just, I wanna just highlight something. When you don't know how to deal with your emotions and life is just too much that you can't even, sometimes food is the answer, right? There is, if you don't have an arsenal of self-care tools in your tool belt, belt, food is going to be your go-to. So just know that overeating is actually a form of self-care when you don't have any other tools. So I don't want you to judge yourself if you've been doing this because it is a form of self-care. Now, it's not a form of self-care that's going to give you a positive result. But when you are stressed out, when you are having emotions that don't feel great and you don't know what else to do so you turn to food, you are trying to take care of yourself. Kind of like when your mom gave you ice cream when you cut yourself when you fell off your bike. Just trying to take care of a little pumpkin. So I don't want you to use this as yet another thing you're doing wrong. It literally is just a form of self-care when you don't know what else to do. But now you're going to know what else to do because you're listening to this podcast. So if you're in the habit of using food to numb out, awareness is your first step always. So you are going to catch yourself doing this. What I mean by that, if you have the habit of coming home at night, putting the kids to bed, and then sitting on the couch with Netflix and some ice cream, that's going to be your habit. But now you have some information, because you're listening to this podcast, where you may be in the middle of eating the ice cream to drown out any feelings that you've had in your body from your day. You may be like, oh my God, look what I'm doing. I'm sitting on the couch watching Netflix, eating ice cream, and it's because I am just using food to comfort myself. Oh my God, look what I'm doing. You're going to catch yourself. Sometimes. You're not always going to catch yourself. But if you can actually develop the awareness and catch yourself when you're in the middle of using food to escape a feeling, that's amazing. That is a great first step. Because that required you to be present in your life rather than escaping your life. So if you catch yourself in the middle of binging out on food because you don't want to deal with whatever feelings that are coming on for you or coming up for you, just notice that and then you have a decision to make. You can continue to eat the ice cream or you can stop. And here's the catch. It doesn't matter which one you choose. There is not a right answer. So you may notice that, yep, I am using food to avoid my life and I don't care and I'm going to continue. Or you may be like, oh my God, look at me. I'm using food to avoid my life. I'm going to stop. Either answer is fine because what happens is you are taking ownership of the actions that you are deciding to take. You are making a conscious decision rather than an unconscious decision. That, my friend, is huge. It's different than a lot of people teach. They're like, nope, stop yourself and go feel your emotions. You may not be ready to do that work yet, but if you can at least be present and aware of how you are choosing to live your life, that is a win Rather than going through life, numbing out, avoiding feeling feelings, not being present in your life, to make that decision to stop and notice what you're doing and then decide intentionally on purpose to continue is a shift. It's not avoidance. That is a decision. So every time... You can catch yourself or every time you catch yourself using food to avoid feeling a feeling or to comfort yourself in some way. Every time you can catch it, stop yourself and make a decision. Here's what's going to happen and you have to trust me on this. The more you catch yourself, the more likely you are going to lessen the amount you eat and the more likely you're going to decide to stop. Here's the caveat, though. If you decide to continue to eat, please do. But please taste your food. See if you can actually be present with the food that you're eating. And again, that might be a step down the road. First, step one is to develop the awareness and make the intentional decision to continue to eat the food. Or to not. But if you decide to eat the food, try to then actually taste it. If you are eating the ice cream, you might as well enjoy it. Because what that does as well is that gets you present. And you're going to eat less because you're present. If you do not pay attention to the food that you're eating and you just keep eating, you are going to eat way more than you actually want to. But again, this is a baby step process. You have to start with the awareness, then the intentional decision to continue to eat or not, and if you continue to eat, to decide whether you want to eat being present or not. Again, it seems really easy, but it's not. If you're not used to slowing down and being present, especially when you eat, this is going to be hard at first. It is a skill that you're building. You are not broken. Nothing has gone wrong because this is hard. You have taught yourself to numb out with food and not taste it and just eat it. Okay, so you're going to unteach yourself that and you're going to teach yourself a new skill. And then one day you're going to be faced with the decision to continue or not, and you're going to choose not to. Amazing. And then the next day you may choose to continue doesn't matter. We're not looking for perfection. We're looking for progress. So if you catch yourself overeating, numbing out with food, and you decide to stop, you're probably like, now what? (laughs) Guess what I'm going to tell you to do? Feel that feeling. See what's going on for yourself. Drop into your body and see if you can name the emotion that you are trying to avoid. What are you feeling? And then if you're not sure what's driving that feeling, you can then back in, like start with the feeling and then back into the thought that's creating it. Is it thoughts about your job, about your life, about your kids, your husband, your body, right? Again, developing the awareness of what's going on in that beautiful brain of yours. This is how you get to know yourself and build a relationship with yourself. Now, if you really want to take it a next step further is once you notice what's going on, you know what you can do? You can actually journal about it. What? Oh my God, people have such drama around journaling. And I get it. I used to I used to have drama. <laughs> I would tell my best friend Darlene, I was like, listen, if I die, don't worry about the body, find my journals and burn them. Then you can worry about the body. I did not want anyone to see what I was writing. So I understand. But I will tell you, there is a lot of power that comes, a lot of healing power that comes from getting the thoughts out of your brain onto paper. Again, it helps you learn yourself. It also helps you step into a place of logic, because then you can actually see what thoughts are floating through your head and you can start to question those thoughts if they're true if they're serving you or hurting you. So journaling helps you get the thoughts out of your head on paper and now you have something to work with. So if you catch yourself in the middle of numbing out and you decide to stop, feel the feeling. See what thought is driving that feeling because then you can see what action you're taking. So if you're feeling desperate or maybe you're feeling anxious, and it's because you have a thought about how miserable your life is or whatever that's making you feel anxious, of course the action that you're taking is to numb out with food. Right? Just awareness. Now, as you do this and as you become more present in your life, you're going to be able to stop yourself from even doing that, from even grabbing food in the first place. So I want to just note that this is progression, right? So if you put the kids away and you notice yourself like going for the ice cream or you have decided ahead of time that you're not going to do that, that's awesome. Allow yourself to just sit and be present with what's going on, especially if you're using food to avoid emotion. Feel like decide to um, feel the feeling, see what thoughts are coming up for you. And if you decide, you can journal. Or you can go take a walk. Or you can go do something that brings you joy and pleasure. right? The, the key here is to name the feeling and allow that feeling to be processed rather than avoiding it. And then you just keep practicing. And I'm telling you, the more you do this, the more you're going to realize that feelings won't kill you, that it's just a vibration in your body, and all that you need to do is be present for it, and give it some attention and it will pass. It's not that complicated, but it is hard when you're used to avoiding your feelings. The other thing I wanna say about overeating, separate from using food to avoid feeling your feelings, sometimes you're overeating because you're fresh off of a diet. And I say that with a little laugh in my voice, Not to be mean, but to just prove my point that diets don't work. Because if you're fresh off a diet, most likely you were restricting food and you were probably restricting calories. So now your body is hungry and it's just trying to get itself back to status quo where it feels like it's fueled. So overeating isn't always linked to avoiding emotions. Many times it is. But there are times when you're overeating literally because your body is starving. And I know those of you who have dieted and have stopped know what this feels like. And of course, rather than blaming the diet, you blame yourself. Oh my God, I can't believe I'm so hungry. This is ridiculous. No wonder I'm gaining weight, blah, 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 blah. It's your body just trying to regulate itself. So you may have to play that out so that your body gets the food that it needs. Just be aware or see if you can distinguish the difference between overeating to refuel your body versus overeating to avoid an emotion because there is a difference and you'll know it when you're just hungry and you're eating and you're present with what you're eating. That's just overeating to get your body back to normal when you're overeating and you're zoning out and you're not present and you're like you look down and you're like, how did I eat this whole pint of ice cream? That's overeating to avoid feeling emotion. Awareness is everything here. Pay attention to the times that you want to zone out, that you want to use food to comfort yourself. And then when you notice that and you can catch yourself doing it, make a conscious decision on how you want to progress forward. The more you make conscious decisions, the more you're going to allow yourself to either feel the feelings or not eat as much and actually taste and enjoy the food rather than just numbing out. But it takes practice and doing it again and again. And I promise you, if you do this with intentionality, overeating will suddenly become not a problem because what you're going to do is replace overeating with actually feeling your feelings. And then this way, your life becomes 50-50 because I'm not saying if you do this, you're going to have no negative emotions. You are. You're just not going to have more negative emotion on top of the normal living negative emotion, right? You're still going to have good days and you're going to have bad days. But as you develop this skill of feeling your feelings and allowing the emotions to process, you're not going to be afraid to feel your feelings. And my God... What a life you will have. Can you imagine not being afraid to feel uncomfortable? Not afraid to feel embarrassed? Not afraid to feel fear? The things you'll do because you know that you can feel a feeling? It's amazing. Your world starts to open up. Rather than be constricted and small and contained, You're going to live a big, full life feeling all the feelings and all the emotions. It's amazing. All right. Give this a go. You've got this. A feeling is not going to hurt you, and you're not going to get stuck in the feeling forever. I promise you this. All right, my friend. Until the next time. If you are enjoying this podcast and you think somebody else can benefit from it, can you tell them about it? It's a win-win. It's a win for me. It's a win for them. It's a win for you because your friends can be like, oh, my God, thank you. And if you haven't subscribed to this podcast and you're liking it, could you subscribe? I would so appreciate that. Have a beautiful day. I'll talk to you next time.